Welcome back, Athletes Podcast listeners. Happy New Year. With that comes a new decade. Hopefully you guys found out about our challenge that went live this morning. If you haven't, head over to our Instagram at The Athletes Podcast to find out more. Without further ado, please let me present to you this episode featuring Laura Condata. She's a senior at Brock University. Over the past five years, she's played for the Team Ontario and the National Development Team while traveling to play on the World Tour for Beach Volleyball. Not a big deal. And amongst her most recent accolades, she was named to Team Canada's Beach Volleyball Team. Give the show a listen, and as always, let us know what you think. All right, we're back at the Athletes Podcast featuring Laura Condata, a senior volleyball player here at Brock University. She's a carded athlete, and a couple weeks ago, she was named to Team Canada's beach volleyball team, so we welcome her here today. Thank you very much for coming. No problem. Oh, she seems super thrilled (laughs) to be here. (laughs) All right, so tell us what that was like coming in and being named to Team Canada for the beach volleyball team. Um, So I've been training beach for a while. Um... I didn't expect to actually make the team this year, but um, last summer we ended up, me and my partner, Alina Dorman, who plays for UFT, ended up coming in second, so I think that kind of gave us a little bit more pull into second it. Second in what? Uh, second in nationals, sorry. Okay. Um, so I think that gave us a little bit more pull into it, um, and I'm just really excited to experience it and have a chance, an opportunity to show myself. Yeah, I'd been trying to get you on the podcast. You'd been slightly nervous, didn't want to do it, brushing me off, whatever it was. And then you came up in the gym and you're like, man, I made Team Canada. I'm like, man, you're coming on the podcast. <laughs> so thank you for coming. Um, but it's really cool. You guys, obviously, where were nationals last year? I was in Toronto. Oh, so okay. I did have to travel, which is pretty good. <laughs> nice. So you got the local hometown crowd in front of you. Yeah. And so what does that mean now for you, being named to Team Canada? What are the next steps? Um. So... Starting April, we start training together. Um, during the summer, I think it's probably the world tour is the first step for me. Um, traveling around the world, getting like experience from other countries, all that kind of stuff. Probably even extra training with the national team. Mm-hmm. I think just like getting better to the next step, where I'm not just like playing at a national level, maybe like international level. Right. So that's probably where I'm at right now. And that's not new to you, though. You've been traveling around the world for volleyball for years now. Take us through where you've been. So two years ago, I was on the national development team. So that was probably the year that I started considering world tours. So I've been to Turkey, California, um, Korea, China. Am I missing one? Probably somewhere else. I think one more place. Okay. But that was a huge experience. Like, going on world tours is a whole new animal, like going there you need to spend your own money mm. and they don't they don't cover any of the costs um no so th- you technically like if you make the main draw mm-hmm. they cover your accommodations and your food but the flight and if you lose a game it's all on you so they incentivize winning yeah by <laughs> yeah basically forcing you to win if you want to get anything <laughs> yeah. covered so my first world tour was in south korea actually it was in california i lied and we went there, played one volleyball game, lost, and we weren't in the main draw. We were in like the qualification round, lost, and that was that. So <laughs> spent all that money for one volleyball game, and that's happened twice. It oh also happened God. when I went to Turkey. So that was like a whole, no, whole other thing. That Holy. 
So you flew to Turkey for one volleyball game. Yeah. And, and is this unique to Canada or is this something that most nations are doing? I think most people do it. I think okay. a few countries have it all funded. Okay. Um, but I think that's countries like Brazil have it all funded and... Are they just the powerhouses? Yeah, pretty much. And is that... Is, sorry, I'm not as familiar. Is Brazil or the U.S., are they kind of the, the typical dominant? Or is well, Canada right in there? In the right mix? now, I think Canada's the number one team from okay. what I heard. Like, the two Canadian players won... Actually, a few days ago, won blocker of the year, defender of the year, and pair of the year. Wow. And they've been on, like, number one spot or top five at least throughout the entire year so far so is your goal then to end up being one of because there's 15 uh women on the beach volleyball team and then four on the olympic is that yeah is that the end goal then hopefully i mean this olympics obviously won't be my shot but hopefully the next one yeah is so 2024 you're looking towards that yeah and then you know this given being at your last year at school how do you continue that training for the next four years what are your so after school, I'd probably, I still want to continue my schooling. Like okay. this is not where I want to stop. So, but I'd probably go to school in Toronto. Okay. Um, and for being a card athlete, you have to be playing full-time beach. So that would be. Um, yeah. Is that yours? No. Mine? Oh, it's time for Laura to wake up. She's uh, ahead of the game. <laughs> Sorry, we can keep it in. I don't care. Jordan's oh. going to edit it out. We'll see. See Jordan's editing skills. Okay, where was I? Uh, so you're going to go to school in Toronto? Oh, yes. So that's my plan, hopefully. Toronto without a T. People Toronto. who are from <laughs> Toronto don't ever say the Toronto. And apparently we get made fun of for saying Toronto, like CH. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 100%. Instead of Toronto. It's Everywhere. Toronto. <laughs> everyone outside of Ontario Chirps, <laughs> chirps Ontarians. It's the right it. way to say it. <laughs> it's questionable. But yeah, so playing beach, you technically have to practice every single day and work out three times a week, which doesn't seem like a lot, a lot. But when you're adding in like a job and school on top of it, it kind of gets kind of hectic, especially yeah. because jobs usually you work from this time to this time, but practice would be in the middle of it kind of thing. Yeah. So it's kind of difficult to work around that, but... Um, I think it's doable. I mean, for sure. There's others that do it. Yeah, so. like, everyone else does it, so I'm sure I can figure it out as well. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And your so your end goal then, hopefully 2024, you're looking at the Olympic trials. Is there much opportunities for athletes outside of specifically for volleyball athletes? If I'm, you know, an eight year old who's sorry, a grade eight individual who's just starting volleyball in high school. Where should I be working towards? What should be my next couple steps to ensure that I try and play at the university level and maybe further? So when I was playing indoor in grade 12, I didn't actually think I was going to go play varsity. I thought that was like the end of my volleyball career. Wow. Um, and then the last tournament of the year, I got recruited by Dale Melnick at the time. That was the volleyball coach at Brock. Um, but I would just say like, I don't know, whether you're on a good team or a bad team, I was on one of the worst teams and what for high me, school is that? That was it wasn't high school, it was just dash. like a uh, Tobacco Titans. Okay, okay. And at the time like we weren't Club. the best team, but we were we were kinda like in the middle of the pack. Okay. Um not really a team that was looked at kind of thing. Right. Um but for me it worked out because I felt like I was at a higher 
level. Got to be the star so of the squad. It kind of helped me out because I stood out. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. When I was that age, everyone that was good switched up from my team to a good team. Mm. And I know a few people that didn't, that had the potential to play at a varsity level and then didn't because other girls outshined them, obviously, on the court. Yeah. Pays to stay loyal. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. I'd say just work hard have a good work ethic and like don't give up like even when things are tough like just know that literally any opportunity is for you if you have the mindset to do it yeah and it it wasn't like in your first year at brock that you were you know a standout all-star either i don't remember you know coming in you were kind of you know obviously as a rookie it's tougher to be performing at that top level at the university level but you you know it's been a progression over the past five years that you've become one of the leaders and one of the the top on the team yeah so like my first second and third year every single year at brock our team has gotten better mm-hmm. like significantly better but the first second and third year i was nowhere on the leaderboards like at all like right. nowhere to be found um i wasn't really a player that people looked at at all mm-hmm. or seen as a threat on the court by any means and then just last year um steve, Le- steve we got a coach change yeah not that that was like a factor no, in sure. it but um i think it it has been he's been pretty good i've you know just I mean, from announcing he's games definitely stuff, been like was... a huge part of our team like growing and like right. changing our culture and dynamic and everything um i think though the biggest thing that i got from uh, coach change was that i got to it's kind of like a blank slate like right. i got to restart yeah like he didn't know my bad tendencies or this or that like For oh sure. laura passes bad on this part of the court. you know what i mean yeah so it's kind of like a like Slate and I got to start all over so that was really nice um he was also like a coach that was really big on confidence so like if you're playing like crap on the court he wouldn't just yank you out kind of thing mm. he would kind of his whole thing about volleyball is learning to play in the tough times mm-hmm. so he's like if you're I'm letting you know now like if you're not doing well you're staying on the court I'm not pulling you out so figure it out kind of thing right which is really nice to hear as an athlete because in my past years, I'd be like, oh, my God, I shanked a ball. Right. I'm going to get pulled out. Oh, my God, I can't make this mistake or else I'm going to get pulled out. So the past years, I feel like I've been playing tentative whether, other than, like, going for it. Yeah. And just last year, knowing that, like, the confidence was so big for me, I won player of the year. You know what I mean? Wow. So it was just like that little change went from nowhere on the leaderboard to winning player of the year. It's crazy. Yeah. And it's, I think it's a lot of it attributes to, you know, Matt Command, who was in our sixth episode, he's a performance coach. You talk about having that confidence going into any game, any match, whatever it is, not having any reservations in yeah. your mind and just going for it. And the ability that you have athletically to perform just skyrockets when you're not worried about making a mistake. Yeah. So... Was there anything else that caused that shift for you? Did you change your diet? Was your nutrition? Are you, you know, were there any other factors that you could have thought of? Yeah. Um, I think my diet has stayed my, the same my entire life. Okay. It's just how it's been. But um, last year also, every other year, I feel like I'd get stressed or upset mm. when things wouldn't go my way. Okay. Um, Did you last... do anything to start uh, fixing that? Yeah. yeah. So... I don't even know when it was. I think it was. I think it was when I got the coach, a new coach. Mm-hmm. I kind of saw it as an opportunity to like fully turn myself around in the athlete world. I guess. Okay. Um. So the confidence was one thing that I back a hundred percent was what changed me. But also my 
like attitude towards everything Mm. um before i was i feel like i was a very negative attitude like did something wrong and i'd like swear in my head kind of thing yeah or just get down on myself instantly whereas like this year whenever i made a mistake i'd kind of learn from it so Mm. say hit the ball out i'd be like okay it's because i dropped my drop my elbow so next time when it's in the spot just know to reach higher kind of thing so instead of like being like crap i did it again it'd be like no this is what i gotta do next time don't do this again yeah identifying the mistake you made figuring out what you do need to rectify that and then performing the next time yeah so i think that was like a huge thing also just like my mindset was just always like everyone makes mistakes who cares no one cares and i always play a game being like i made a mistake everyone's like oh she sucks Mm. but this year i was like when another person on team makes a mistake it's out of my head in two seconds so I'm like, that's with everybody. No one's going to remember anyone's mistakes. So it's, who cares? Just play. Yeah, you get the the gals. Actually, the guys do it too. But in volleyball, especially indoor, you guys do that thing where everyone comes together, claps hands yeah. in, in the middle, boo rah rah, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and that seems to be your guys' way of just eliminating any thoughts from that yeah. point and then reset. Yeah. It's a cool little thing. Is that unique to volleyball? Has it started at a young age? Um, That's not unique to volleyball. I think it's just a thing. Okay. Because... In volleyball, there's so much focus that goes into every single movement. So, like, when you're passing a ball one little off angle, your ball is going to Timbuktu. You know yeah. what I mean? So, I feel like focus is, like, a huge thing. And by, like, coming into a circle in between points just gives you that few seconds of just resetting and, like, not thinking about volleyball and, like, having fun with your teammates, right? Mm-hmm. And then the second the whistle blows, it's, like, focused again. Mm. And then you're not focused. And then you're focused again. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, just having that and, like, having teammates just kind of lightens up the mood, like relaxes things a little bit yeah talk tell us about the the group of gals you guys have you guys seem to have a lot of fun together (laughs) yeah so um over my past few years this has definitely been the most fun i've ever had with the team um everyone just seems to be meshing like really well we all have the same personality i mean well that's kind of i could be (laughs) i mean i guess that could be pretty (laughs) rad sometimes but we both we all mesh well like i don't know everyone's takes everything with a grain of salt and like we can joke around with each other, each other, and no one takes it personally. It's just really nice to be yourself and know that that no one's gonna be upset or like, yeah. you know. Again, it's that confidence thing. Yeah, goes exactly. Back to just being able to yeah. be yourselves, and that's the key. Yeah, and clearly it's working because yeah. you guys are performing well. Oh, for sure. And as well as like our again with the culture switch, like our coach keeps on pushing, um, we before me. Mm. So that's I think everyone has bought into that a lot. Yeah. So everyone has each other's back no matter what whether it's good or bad like everyone will be standing by each other which is awesome to have yeah knowing that you have another 16 girls that will have your back if anything happens yeah it's incredible yeah just having that in the back of your mind at any given point whether it's on or off the court right yeah what is that support network like off the court because you guys spend so much time training so much time together it's kind of like another family and how do you you know i'm sure it aids in when you're going through school, when you're going through the tough times exams, mm-hmm. you know, right now, only getting a couple days break, what do you, how do you rely on them and how much better did they make you? Yeah, so there's actually a few girls that are out of province, like from BC. Shout out to BC. Yeah. yeah. Hannah Davenhill used to play for New Zealand, oh. uh, from New Zealand, like she never saw her family, like we were her family kind of thing. Yeah. Um, Shout out to Hannah too. I know. Miss, miss that girl. Miss the that girl. Kiwi. <laughs> um, I think it's just nice to know that even though your family's far, you can always have somebody to talk to as if they were a family member. Mm. Like, even during stressful times like exams, like, 
we'd always have kind of study groups and then a break to have like fun yeah so it was kind of nice just knowing that i like i think of these girls as my sister yeah so because my sister is far away from now um it's just nice to treat them like one know that they treat me back as one yeah and not that i don't miss my family but it makes it easier to For cope sure. with it yeah and it's, it's man university is a time of transition and yeah. whenever you can add 16 other people to help you along that way yeah uh and you should take advantage of it <laughs> yeah, right exactly <clears throat> so how has that been balancing school and volleyball you know we I've, we've had a couple of varsity athletes on and you know no one ever really has a concrete answer as to whether or not the the schooling aspect is so much more difficult how how have you been able to balance that and is it a struggle do you think schools are doing enough to help you guys um so my first few years school is not my forte okay um it was really difficult for me like time management wise stress wise like everything um i didn't know whether i should be like relaxing before a game or putting in work for my school like i just mm. couldn't find the balance when in my first years but these last two i realized that when we do have a break it's really weird but when say we had a night off of volleyball um i would do absolutely no work nice Cause i'd be like this never happens i'm gonna soak it all in like yeah no way so um the few times that we did that i came to think that like oh my gosh if i didn't have volleyball i'd probably be the biggest procrastinator ever <laughs> like i wouldn't do anything <coughs> if um we didn't have volleyball so I kind of like it that we have this packed schedule because, like, I need to get my this much work done in this hour. This hour between lift and practice, I need to get this forum post done. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it kind of just, like, kept me on top of things. Um, it was obviously hard in the beginning, but, like, now it's so easy to be, like, the assignments due. Okay, I need to start it this many weeks before and work on it this little bit a day. Yeah, it makes you diligent with your time and yeah. it makes you appreciate when you have time off, yeah. right? So many people go through school. I, you know, it grinds my gears. It's nails <laughs> on the chalkboard for me when you hear students in university that are complaining about time management. Yeah. And I understand that some programs are more demanding than others. Uh, we went through sport management or going through and it's, it encourages a lot of extracurricular activities yeah. as well, fortunately. But holy dinah for anyone who is not a student athlete that complains about time i want to throw them <laughs> into the gym and tell them to go work out for three hours yeah. study and then go train yeah. or whatever blah 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 it's ridiculous so i i have a, a lot of respect for all the varsity athletes at any institution um but it does it creates those good habits that when you have something to do you do it yeah right and i think that'll be it's lessons that you guys can learn for the rest of your life. Whereas, Definitely. You know, instead of becoming the procrastinator, <laughs> like you said. Exactly. And like, I don't know, just even having a job on top of that in my third year, mm -hmm. I feel like... Where'd you work? Lululemon. Oh, <laughs> you get some good gear. Uh, Yes. There By the go. end of it, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Spend every, all single, the every single paycheck, I'm like, shoot, there it goes. <laughs> yeah. Lululemon is the best quality. If yeah. I was to get one person to sponsor this, it would be Lululemon. And I'm so happy also because Beach Volleyball is sponsored by Lululemon. Shut up. So when I was on the team two years ago, you get like a package of like a backpack, like five leggings, like like seven shirts, oh. a headband, a visor, bikini bottom, sports bras, everything Lulu with like the national symbol. 
it was like Christmas. I was like, oh my gosh, it's the best day ever. It's just, that's that's better. That's yeah. the best part about making the team. Yeah. Right? And it's the ultimate flex, having a little Canada flag yeah. on the side. I'm like, you know? hmm, no big deal. Yeah, not a big deal, right? Biz nasty. Uh, so, you know, it's an exciting time for you. Basically, you've got the last couple months where you get to enjoy being a student athlete still. And then come April, you get to go on a world tour, hopefully kill it with the gals and fingers crossed <laughs> yeah exactly but that's got to be exciting for you and what are your sort of next four months what are you doing to prepare for that so i actually have fichu trials in on january 3rd and 4th i think oh, it is i'll um, be hung over from new year's <laughs> no i will not but um my partner is alina dorman who also plays for uft indoor mm-hmm. um we haven't been really training much because we're in the indoor season okay so this Christmas break and like a few times when we're even back, we're probably going to be showing up on the beach court a lot just to train for that. Um, Future Trials is like university games. Okay. You know what they are? Yep. Um, but explain in, it. Explain it. Yeah. They're in Spain this year. They're in June, end of June, I think. Okay. Um, it's basically just a tournament with kind of only university athletes. Just the best, the best university country. athletes in the world. It's not a big deal for just a tournament. Sorry, for those listening, Laura's a very humble individual. Doesn't like to brag about the fact oh she's gosh. one of the top volleyball players in the world. At, you know. But yeah, so um, that'll be exciting. I mean, trials are beginning of January and hopefully we make it because that would be an insane experience. Um, mm-hmm. Alina Dorman made it for the indoor Fuchsia team two years in a row okay. i think so she has experience doing it mm-hmm. um so it's nice having somebody that has done it before right as my partner yeah so it's kind of like a little up yeah, yeah she can guide you along the way tell exactly. you the ins and outs through things yeah. and hopefully you guys can just kill that experience and spain's not a bad place to visit no not at all yeah you get I'm a little excited. tan going yeah get, get rid of this <laughs> canadian winter weather so yeah it's it's an exciting time and i wish you the best of luck it's gonna be a lot of fun being able to watch your career path see where you end up and you know it'll be cool when we can say on the 15th episode of the athletes podcast we had uh laura Kandata in and now she's going out jumping around on the beach hitting some balls around and hopefully representing canada well yes hopefully i mean that's the goal <laughs> yeah thank you very much for coming on this has been the 15th episode with laura Kandata. take care athletes podcast listeners